Get to the church, blind! Get to the church, blind! Go! Now! I'm Pete Mitchell, and he's Peyton Jones, and you're listening to Hardcore Church Planning, the companion podcast for the Church Planner Podcast and Church Planner Magazine. Each week, we'll bring you interviews from planners who are in the trenches making it happen right now. These active church planners bear it all, share their successes, their failures, and what they'd wish they'd known when they were first starting out. Listen in to discover how God is working in their church plan. You know, when I have a large project at home, sometimes it makes sense to do it by myself. At other times, I actually save money in the long term and have a much better solution if I use an expert. It's really not that much different with church planning. Church planners who focus on building their core team and actually planting the church and partner with portability experts like Portable Church Industries hit the ground running. Yes, you may have to raise more funds up front, but let me tell you something. If I could go back in a time machine and do one thing different in all the churches that I planted, I would go back and have invested that money in Portable Church and all of the super cool kit that they give you to make the volunteers and their lives much, much easier. Trust me, your volunteers will feel invested in, and they're going to give you more of what they got. And that time where people are setting up is going to be a time where it sets the atmosphere for you to thrive. If you're thinking about launching in the next six to 36 months, we encourage you to check them out at portablechurch.com. Hey, Church Planner, welcome to Hardcore Church Planning. This is where we interview church planters who are in the trenches, doing it, making it happen. And I have with me today a church planner who's actually in New York, in a public space, as we're doing this. So forgive the background noise. What we're going to do today is we're going to do one because Brandon is a personal trainer and he is a church planner. That's how he pays his bills, is doing personal training. But he started something specifically for church planters and pastors. Here's the deal. This is really cool. What Brandon is passionate about, Brandon Woodruff, my guest, what he is passionate about is actually helping pastors and church planners to get fit so that they can maximize their potential as ministers. Um, you know, it, 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 it's a big deal. I'll talk a little bit about my experience with this and why I think it's important. But first, I want to let you get to know Brandon a little bit. So I'm going to hand over, now that I've introduced him, let you say hi to him, let him tell you how he came to faith and how he got involved in church planning. So Brandon, welcome on to Hardcore Church Planning. Thanks, Peyton. Appreciate it. So Brandon, how'd you come to faith, man? Well, um, I guess for me, it's it's not not like one of those, I have a solid date, um, can't tell you exact time, anything like that. It was more, um, I came to faith. Uh, my dad shared the gospel with me when I was about six years old. Um, and I prayed the prayer and everything, did something like went home, beat up my brother or something, no life change. Uh, around 14 is when I really began to just see the life change. That's when the Lord just, it was almost as though he he told me, you know, it was almost as though he said, all right, you're my, you're my child. You're not going to live like this anymore. And I was, I was like, okay, started following and uh, been a whirlwind ever since I'm 29 now. And so, yeah, came to faith in that way. 
how did you get involved in church planting? Yeah, so that is only a story that's about a year old. Um, I was in, in the Air Force uh, until about April of this year, 2017. Um, about a year ago, uh, my wife and I, you know, we knew our time in the military was drawing near. Uh, I had already sensed the call to ministry, didn't really know how that was going to play out. We were pl- applying to, to different churches all over the, the U.S., uh, just trying to seek the Lord, see where he wanted us to go. Um, it turned out that there was a church here in Brooklyn that was looking for somebody. Uh, we came up here. We were initially connected to a Chinese church up here. Um, I'm a North North American Mission Board church planning intern, just kind of learning it. Um, and things, at the, it's a long story, uh, things at that church plant didn't work out. We wound up serving in a, a different church plant here. Um, and so I'm serving there. It's kind of a replant. We're serving there. It's just going awesome. And at the same time, doing the uh, the North American Mission Board uh, church planner training. So right now, now just learning, uh, serving, and, and seeing how the Lord plays that out. But the more we've been, the more we've been in it, the more we've since the the call toward church planning and however that's going to, whatever that's going to look like. So, yeah. That's rad. Well, man, look, I know you're passionate about health and fitness. And as a personal trainer, you have launched uh, a website and a membership with um, the intention of really helping out people in ministry who are juggling jobs and ministry and family um, to help them get fit. What's the importance of um, people looking after their bodies? Because, you know, if we're, if we're honest, right? I mean, I have plenty of times neglected my body in ministry and have brought it back. And I'm currently, um, you know, I'm in great shape for, for myself, you know, um, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you know, uh, Daniel Craig, I'm not going to have the James Bond washboard <laughs> stomach anytime soon, right. but, but I got to say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing bad for a 44 year old guy. I'm running, I'm eating right, yeah. doing all That's that awesome. kind of stuff, doing a little bit of isometrics. I don't, I don't lift heavy anymore. I used to be in a bodybuilding when I was little, funny enough. When I say little, I mean like 16, 17. It was, it was a thing in the eighties, but, uh, yeah. you know, it, it's something that's just kind of become, and I'll share a little more of my story, but you tell us what is the importance of physical fitness in relation to the rest of it? Yeah. So I think that, you know, just like you were saying, sometimes, uh, those in, those of us in ministry, it can just be really easy, you know, to put yourself on the back burner. And I think that that's, I mean, the majority of things, that's a good thing, right? I mean, that's that's what we're going for. But there are a few things, um, like especially things such as, you know, time in the Word, time in prayer. If you begin to slip on those, don't, don't keep those built into your life. Uh, you run out of stuff to give. And fitness, you know, although it's, it's less important, as First Timothy tells us, I think that, um, I think that, it is just one of those things where if you start to neglect it or if you just just don't pay any attention to it for a while, like you said, not everybody has to be a bodybuilder. But if you uh, if you don't pay attention to it for a while, you kind of you you limit your effectiveness, your capabilities, um, you know, not just physically, but mentally in a lot of ways. There's just a, a ton of things that that I my experience, even personally and and people I've, I've talked with and worked with there, they're experience is just so much better in the, in the things that they're able to do, uh, the way that they feel, you know, when they are taking care of their, looking out for their physical health. So, yeah. Excellent. Well, I'll, I'll share with you a little bit, um, about me here and my story. You know, I was, uh, 
you know, I was, I was raised, um, to be fit. I mean, my, my older brother was super into fitness and I got into it and I went to the gym and did all that and started eating right and saw it. It affected everything, you know, then I became a sleep nurse and I learned that simple things like, you know, a little bit of exercise every day would, would increase your mood and produce certain chemicals in your brain that would help fight off any kind of depression or heavy mood swings. Diet was big on that. And I started learning that, hey, there's this kind of like connection between what my body physically does and then what my uh, soul feels and what it experiences. And then I started reading, you know, I read a lot of uh, dead people, you know, like a lot of the, the fathers of the faith or people from the Victorian age or 1700s. And Wesley was super big on this. He was super um, big on the mission, as we all know. And he was super big on looking after his body because he felt if he was fit, he could do all this crazy stuff. Like, literally, the guy would sometimes ride 100 miles a day. Now, if you've ever ridden a yeah. horse, you know it takes a huge amount of core strength. And you have to build physical endurance to ride a horse. I know that sounds weird. But, you know, it's like cycling. I mean, you, you know, even like your upper body, your, your, all the different muscles, they, it's all important. And so then I became a nurse and I started learning even deeper about the brain body connection. And I started thinking theologically that if, um, like Spurgeon, you know, Spurgeon was like, Hey, I have to go for walks or I'm prone to depression. Spurgeon would say, I have to get out in the fresh air and garden. I have to, to, to do physical things because my job is mental. Rick Warren has, has said things like this. So when you get, when you start understanding how God created the body, you start understanding that it really is a tool and a, and a, and a weapon. You know, Paul calls the instruments your body weapons of righteousness. And yeah. so if you look after your tool, you know, which is your brain, your body, your lungs, your your heart, then you can go the distance. And so um, what are some of the things? So it, it, tell us a little bit about your ministry. What's it called and what's it do? Yeah, sure. So it's called Lifting Your Cross. And basically what it is, is um, the majority of it is an, is an online personal training business. So what I do is uh, when someone reaches out to me, they let me know, you know, hey, I'm interested in getting fit. Uh, whatever whatever their goals are, the first thing I will do is I'll have them fill out a survey. Um, it just kind of gives me an idea of where they are, where they want to be, you know, what some of their challenges have been uh, as to in the past of how that, why they're not, you know, where they want to be. And I'll go through some of that stuff. Um, and then I'll just kind of prepare, prepare some stuff there, get on the phone with them and just go through it. We'll talk through, um, the ways that I can best help, um, find a plan that fits for them. And from there, um, I will build everything custom to them. What I do is, uh, customize workout. So it's not like a cookie cutter cut and paste kind of thing. It's more of a, okay, this guy blew his knee out in high school. We're going to look after that. You know, we're not going to have do him, have him doing heavy squats to begin with. You know, this person has this allergy, that allergy. Uh, so obviously I'm not going to have them eating those kind of things. We just do everything, uh, custom right to you, uh, based on your, the calories you need, the workouts you need, all of those kind of things. That's what we do. Uh, also starting up a thing now where, just just literally kicking it off within the past couple of weeks where we even work with some church groups. So if there's any church that just says, hey, we have, you know, five, 10, 20 people uh, who are interested in this, we'll do like a group training uh, plan for them as well, where we get to know each of the people a little bit and then do it a little bit more on a on a 
Uh, it's a little bit less personal, but we do like a big group call instead of the one-on-one call that we would normally do each week. Um, but back to the, the one-on-one training, we, we have a, a weekly call where we check in after I kind of, I don't just give them the, the plans and then hand them off. You know, we, uh, I create the, pr- the plans for them, uh, give them, put them kind of in our software that, uh, we have created for this. And then after that, um, we do, I set up a, them up in an app called Marco Polo. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but it's a, it's like a video walkie talkie and we kind of go back and forth on there. I'm available for any questions they have at any point, uh, in there. Uh, we have a weekly, uh, phone call or Skype call, whatever they prefer to do. And then just where I go through a few questions that was not really to answer questions as much as just me to see where they are, um, what's working, what's not, and make adjustments as, as needed. Um, and then if they don't have uh, Marco Polo on their phone or whatever, they can text me, email me. I'm pretty much always available. So I just try to try to stay connected if they're in the gym and they're like, Hey, this guy's, you know, taking up the, the squat rack or the bench press. What can I do instead? Or if they pull up to a, you know, a Taco Bell and they're like, Hey, I would normally order, uh, this combo with something that's a little bit healthier option. I'm there to just kind of coach them on that and help them just at any moment of their day, just kind of make healthier choices. So that's, that's kind of the program in a nutshell of what we're going for here. Just customization to them, find what's going to work for them. That's really good, man. I love the fact it's customized. Um, you, you mentioned something else that I think is really important. You know, I, I follow a guy, um, for those of you that, uh, that might be sensitive to language, um, which I am actually, I, I don't cuss. I, I know that's kind of a, uh, a strange thing, but cussing to me is linked to anger. So personally, but this guy has a foul mouth, but he's got a lot of solid gold. Um, and what he says, his name's Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't know who you're going to say. Yep. Of course you do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, yeah. Gary, Gary's a, he's a foul mouth guy with a heart of gold, but he, uh, he's, he's a, a marketer. Um, social media marketer is really what yeah. he's the guru of. And he really, you know, he's super, super on it. He's a hustler. He's a go-getter. And those guys always fascinate me. So I, I pay attention to him and I watch him. But what Gary did is he, he could not master his health. And so what he did was, um, and he talks about it. He, he says, hey, I failed. I kept failing, kept failing, kept failing. And then he said, then I hired a personal trainer. And what I needed was I needed someone to keep me accountable. And of course, this guy's dropped like 40 pounds and he looks fantastic. Yeah. And he has said it has radically changed his mood, his energy level, everything. And I always think about ministry because ministry is so much about your energy level. Um, you know, if you're, if you, you could, you could, you could have like exhibit A and exhibit B doing the same thing on a day, but somebody who has the energy level, it's something I think Paul had, you know, Paul had a physician traveling with him. I think probably because he had been beaten so much and wounded physically <laughs> and just, you know, injured that he probably had a lot of aches and pains, probably need a lot of treatment. The guy was a wreck, I'm sure. But yeah. at the same time, he knows exactly what to tell Timothy. He's like, hey, take a little wine for yourself. He's giving him some medicinal uh, advice there. So Paul, I think, was like, hey, I got it. I got to keep my body going because it is the vehicle of the gospel. If I can, if I can keep this body going, I can keep the gospel spreading. And, um, so, so as you're, as you're looking at what is it about accountability, 
Um, Gary Vaynerchuk found that to be almost like a silver bullet. Sounds like that's what you have a little bit going. Talk to us a little bit about that. What is accountability? How can that be the missing ingredient for people when it comes to fitness? Yeah, sure, man. That, that happens a lot. You know, I'm, I work, I would just give you an example of one guy I'm working with right now. He is definitely your type A guy. Uh, he definitely knows he has, you know, he has the knowledge. I mean, he, he's researched it. Every now and then there might be a little thing here or there that I'm like, okay, that's a little off base and I correct him on. But for the most part, he knows exactly what to do. He just needs somebody in his life uh, to kind of be there, not just to give him information that he has questions about, but also to just say like, hey, how was the workout today? Oh, this isn't working for you. Like, let me adjust this, give you this that might work a little bit better. You know what I mean? And and it's it's really kind of a, that on the fly thing. Uh, what I try to, I try to base kind of everything I do off of one of three things. Everything I do falls under either knowledge, uh, consistency, or intensity. Knowledge is like obviously just giving them the stuff they need to know to be successful. Uh, then the second one is the consistency, which is a little bit more of the accountability. That's the, you know, hey, let's get this phone call every week uh, and go through some stuff. Let's adjust your workout plan as needed. Uh, let me check in with you. Uh, some people every day, some people every week, just depends on what they need um, to see how your workout's going, how your nutrition is going, all of those kind of things. And then the third is intensity, which is similar, but is always kind of not just staying where they are, but trying to help them reach that next level, that next level, that next step, whatever it is. So it could be somebody in the gym doing weightlifting, could be somebody just running. It could be somebody who's not even wanting to work out right now. They're just trying to get their eating under control. And always, I just, for each person, as soon as I've had that initial consult with them. What I do is create kind of a step-by-step plan as in this is going to be the first thing I'm going to give them to do for a week, two weeks, however long it takes them to get it under control. Then we're going to move for this next step. And I'm just going to always have something there for them to, to reach for next. Um, so it's, it's always not just uh, keeping, keeping them kind of accountable to what they're doing now, but also looking forward to what the next step is. And, and they found that uh, very helpful just, just instead of handing it off and saying, Hey, you know, here's your workout plan, stick to this, you know, check in with me next year. It's more like, all right, here's your plan. Check it out. Let's talk. Okay. Yeah. So the, the program, basically what I do is, um, the first thing I'll do if somebody expresses interest, uh, is I'll send them a link to a survey. Uh, what they'll do is they'll fill out the survey that gives me a little bit of just, background on their health, um, whether they worked with a trainer before or not, their, their, um, any workout programs they've done, diet, all of that kind of stuff, just so I know kind of where they're coming from. Uh, then we set up a call, talk through some of that stuff, and I give them a program uh, designed specifically for them. So the workout plan, uh, whatever they need nutritionally, uh, it's, all, it's all incorporated. So whether they've had some injuries uh, that, are, that have flared up that we got to deal with, if they have some allergies to certain foods, if they just don't like certain foods, whatever, we try to uh, just make sure that things are just customized exactly to them. Uh, just because I'm a big believer in if it, if it doesn't really fit you or if you don't like it or whatever the case may be, you're just not going to stick to it. And, and adherence to the program is what's really going to help you being able to make those long-term uh, changes rather than just like quick fixes. So yeah, I'd say in a nutshell, just try to customize everything to them. After that, after we set them up with the program, um, it's not like it just hand it off and, and tell them good luck. You know, it's more of a, now we have a weekly phone call where we do some things and just go over it. That's more for me to kind of figure out what they need 
need, uh, what needs, what's working, what's not, what changes I need to be making. Uh, and then throughout the week, I'm available via several different avenues. I use a, an app called Marco Polo. It's like a video walkie-talkie uh, for on-the-fly stuff. They can message me, whatever they're most, most comfortable with. But that's for anything, whether they're in the gym waiting on the squat rack and some guy's been there for two hours and they need a substitute. If they pull up the Taco Bell or something and, and need a suggestion of what to get. It's for those kind of things, just the on the fly help. So, um, and then I'm, I'm checking in with them. You know, I'll give a step every week or a couple of weeks when they're ready of what the next thing to reach for is. And so from there, they'll be um, trying to, to reach whatever that next goal is or focus on whatever that next step is. And I follow up uh, with them on that the next week on our phone call. So, in a nutshell, that's, that's the program. That's cool, man. So, um, what are some of the things for a pastor or church planner who right now is like, Hey man, you know, I, I just don't, you know, I want to be fit, but I just don't have a lot of time. What do, yeah, what do you so, say to him? Well, cause, cause let's be honest, right? Like yeah. that's where the average guy's at. He's kind of like, right, yeah. I want to, but you know, I'm just trying to, to, to juggle all these different things. What do you say to them? Well, one big thing that I would tell them is that they need to make progress toward their goal, whatever that may be, whether it's, you know, for a lot of people uh, that I work with is to, to lose weight, to lose body fat. Some, a few are trying to just like get a certain type of body, build, build a little bit more muscle and be more capable to do things. Uh, the biggest advice I usually will give is just, just make progress toward your goal, no matter how slowly it is. Um, there are definitely steps that they can begin implementing, even if they've got, you know, 10 minutes a day that they can work in, you know, whatever, whatever there is, we can always find ways to help them make steps. And what I'll do is like one guy I'm working with just told me the other day, I know his schedule better than like anybody else in his life, just because we're, we're working on things, figuring out like how we can fit it in. He, he does all kinds of stuff. He's, he's a pastor. He, he, he's a marketer. He goes back and forth. Uh, like he might just get on a dime, like have to fly from New York to, to California. You know, it's that kind of lifestyle. And we've got him like on a, just uh, hit the gym a few days a week, two to three days a week. And then about to start incorporating some body weight stuff he can do wherever he wants to, you know, whether that's a hotel room, his house. And right. so it's funny you mention like that, that yeah. because for me, um, I've done everything from like insanity to T25, you know, some of the Shanti stuff. Yeah. Um, I was an avid, um, lifter. I've been a runner for 20 something years. Cool. Um, so for me, um, and, and I slack, like, I'll be honest, like there are times where, where I slack out, but just having like, I'm getting ready to go up to the snow for a couple of weeks, just having, um, like you said, like those weight things, like there's no way I'm running in the snow. You insane. Right. Right. But yeah. I know what to do now. And for me, it, it comes back to discipline. Um, yeah. you know, one of the things that, that I would say is, do it with your spouse, you know. Um, yeah. I run with my baby, so I got a, a baby jogger, and um, it's like a, a stroller that you know has wheels that are good for jogging, and uh, kind of like bike wheels. And I would take my baby, yeah. like I I won't if I make up my mind, I'm going to do it. I don't let anything stop me. And and I promise you guys, I share a little bit of my story, um, and and part of that is. You know, Brandon's kind of like, he's like the, uh, 
the training wheels. If you're that guy who says, Hey, I, I know like Gary Vaynerchuk, it's not going to work for me unless I get accountability. And it's like church. Think of it this way. Church is kind of like you can go seek God on your own, but the way that God designed it is we grow best in community. So now Brandon's created what you already know, which is community. Now for me, <laughs> I like I like the old uh, African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So I always do stuff with my wife, you know, and she's my partner and we we will get fit. She got me into running. I hated it. And uh, it, for a certain time, <coughs> excuse me, I was I was literally running. So I could eat whatever I want. And um, that was when I had a sit down job. If you're pastoring full time, that's a sit down job. That's not cool. And yeah. if you're working, like when I was a nurse and I was walking the hallways, I got fit. But anyways, um, the reality is for me, my energy level, what I do, I'm a content creator. I create content nonstop. So if my body isn't in shape, um, it affects my performance. It affects my brain and the way I eat affects my mental state. And so if you understand how God designed the brain, all these things go together. So, um, for example, uh, the video game community, they realize that, um, it, it's not just sitting in a room all day playing video games. So if you look at the sponsored gamers, they literally have an intense workout regime that they have to follow because um, if you're going to be playing a video game, you got to keep your body in shape because otherwise, mm -hmm. if you start putting weight on your posture, gets bad. You start pulling muscles. Um, it affects your performance as well. How quick your brain uh, works, the neurons, the chemicals, all these things. People don't know this because they don't know a lot about health and biology. And so, you know, one of the things that I could say right away is guys, there are just simple things that you can do in your life that will increase. I mean, things in, and I know this is more your department, Brandon, but things like yeah. hydration. So many people are walking around dehydrated, you know, and they yeah. don't realize like they could be, you know, or just not sleeping enough. These things that people don't take seriously that make a world yeah. of difference and will affect yeah. them in their relationship with their spouse and kids. Um, one of the guys I worked with, Mac Lake, he used to not eat good. And he said that he remembers when he was, uh, he would come home, he'd lay down on the sofa and he'd throw the ball while he was laying on the sofa for his kids. Like, that's how bad he felt. Like he was overweight and fat and he just had no energy. And now he's a grandpa and he's running around all the time with his kids because his fitness is in place. So imagine what you could do with ministry. If you were fit. And, and so that's, yeah. you know, that's why I keep fit because I know it's going to maximize what I can accomplish for the Lord. My body's just yeah. a tool. I don't really care about being fit, but I do <laughs> yeah. care about my, my maximizing my effectiveness. Yeah. That's great. And I think that, that one other thing, you still there, Peyton? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I think that, that one other thing, just, just to kind of give a little bit of a tidbit, uh, to people who are trying to get started. Um, this is just kind of like a little, a little thing I like to say is accept that there will be failures, but don't build them in. And let me just explain a little bit about what, what I mean by that. When it's just a first step. Um, I think a lot of times, and, and I know you can attest to this, Peyton. I mean, a lot of times people, they don't start with things because 
they are scared to fail in them and they don't start with things for a variety of just different, you know, psychological barriers they have. And, and let me just give one example. Um, I think that I, I don't like it when people call foods like bad foods or good foods, right? I think that that's, I think that that's a really unhealthy way to look at food. I think what I've, what I've tried to advise people to do and what, what a lot of people have told me is really helpful is to think of foods kind of in, in terms of frequency. So an apple, something that has like one ingredient, you know, is, is an often food. You have that, you know, really often, several times a day, like something that has a few more ingredients, but still has a lot of nutritional value. Something like a, like a protein bar would be uh, sometimes food, you know, have it, have it sometimes don't make it like the basis of your diet, but but have it, you know, to give yourself that extra boost. Other things like, you know, something like a Butterfinger ice cream, make those occasional foods. And when I say these categories, I don't mean necessarily, you know, this has got to be like occasionally as in like you have it once a week. It can even be, it can even be a daily thing. It's just, you got to know what you're doing with your calories, with your nutrition. You know, you got to, you, you can, there are ways to build these things in so that you can have them, you know, every day. I think a lot of times people just think of it as, man, I've got to just, I've just got to completely change everything I'm doing. And, and I've talked to a few people who that is the way they operate. They just want to switch everything at once. But, but for the majority of people out there, it's, it's, it's small steps. It's, all right, focus on this. Okay, you got that down. All right, let's, you know, here's something else to focus on. And before they know it, you know, within several months, they've, they've, they've changed half the things they felt they needed to change anyway, you know? Yeah. No, it's really good, man. And I, you know, I, I keep up with you and, you know, I, 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 I kind of track with you. You and I have, um, kind of yeah. formed a relationship outside of this yeah. stuff. Um, but, you know, as a bivocational church planner, I mean, you're someone who gets all the struggles and what have you. And um, I just thought it was fascinating that you were a bivocational church planner doing this kind of work to pay the bills. And and so I love that first off. But the reason I asked you to come on is I was kind of like, yeah, this is this is good for planners to know a lot of a lot of ministers and planters neglect their health. I mean, we talk a lot about neglecting the family. The last thing yeah. he's going to want to do is when he feels he's neglecting his family is go out and go to the gym and be like, well, bye family. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take yet another slice from you. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And, um, so here's the deal, you know, um, you know, a couple practical things that, uh, that we've laid out, but Brandon, uh, is is available. I mean, this is what he does for a living. So if they want to get in touch with you, Brandon, um, where can they reach out and say, hey, Brandon, I'm willing to take this test or, you know, um, you know, uh, can you work a plan for me? You understand my life and what I'm what I'm juggling. I've got this and I'm sure you're going to kind of take a holistic approach, look at their family, their time, their work, um, yeah, all sure. that stuff. And come up with something. I've already kind of heard that. And like I said, I watch your your um, your website, you know, and I I watch your Facebook community group. And what's fascinating to me, I love that philosophy you mentioned earlier, where you uh, you mentioned that once you have your goals, the important yeah. thing is that you're moving towards them, that you're not going backwards. So you've been really yeah. encouraging with the guys, like you're not going to do it overnight. And I think when January rolls around. 
people kind of like fits and starts, as a British would say. It's like bursts of energy and then they give up. So after a, a time, people might feel inspired, but then they go, but I know how that ends. And I yeah. love that yours is kind of like, hey, no, look, you, you keep your goal. You need yeah. to constantly be working towards that goal. If you constantly work, sometimes you'll make greater gains than others, but yeah. you will you will move closer and closer to it. And and that is true. Like in the in the in the realm of health, um, that is so true. And there's always that point at which you start dropping weight and then you hit a barrier yeah. and you gotta push through that and you get discouraged and you think, Oh, I'm still fat, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and yeah. then you get through it. And then you realize all of a sudden, like you wake up and you're like, dang, I'm skinny, you know, but <laughs> you know that it was because you persevered even when you were discouraged and like you weren't seeing gains anymore and something, I don't know the science behind that, but, um, yeah. that it, it takes hard work, but I love that you're, you're more about consistency and, um, and that wins a day, man. So if sure. people want to reach yeah. out to you, Brandon, where do they get in touch with you? Sure. So there's there's several different places. If they're on Facebook, uh, there's a Facebook group I just started uh, this past week. It's called Pastors Getting Fit. You can uh, you can go join that. You can go to uh, liftingyourcross.com um, and you can just my contact info is on there or you can email direct me directly. It's just brandon.woodruff at liftingyourcross.com. That'll come straight to me. Instagram, Lifting Your Cross, pretty much anywhere you are, you can find me on there except twitter i don't have twitter yet so. very cool and if you yeah. check out that site you'll see like brandon has people that are that are on programs doing it dropping weight you know guys in ministry so it's pretty cool so um anyways yeah. brandon thanks for coming on today man i appreciate you helping our guys out and uh yeah, thanks for having me man i really appreciate it absolutely man keep doing what you're doing and uh thanks for for hopping in the fight you know, doing this to help out, you know, you found something that actually helps planters um, while still, you know, putting food on your table. So big respect for that, man. That's rad. Thanks, Peyton. I really appreciate it, man. All right, brother. Well, hey, thanks for joining us today for Hardcore Church Planting. My guest today has been Brandon Woodruff from LiftingYourCross.com. And you can go there and find all about how to get in touch with him. And in the meantime, Arnold, sign us out. Remember, if you are called to church planting, go hardcore or go home. You've been listening to Hardcore Church Planting. Hardcore Church Planting has been brought to you by the Church Planner Podcast and the Church Planner Magazine, which is available in the App Store for both Apple and Android devices. If you like this episode, leave us a positive review. If you didn't like this episode, we'll be happy to give you your money back.